Okay, here goes nothing. Um, good morning, everyone. Welcome to church. Uh, I'm sorry I can't be there this morning in person, but that long-awaited visitor we've all been waiting for called COVID has finally uh, turned up at our place. Uh, so thank you to all the people who stood in this morning for us with, uh, with worship and with guitar and, and all that sort of thing. Uh, we're in a series called Connecting with the Almighty. And uh, it's, a, it's a, I guess, about practical ways for us to connect with God stuff of life. Uh, by the way, Pastor Ange did a great job last weekend on a sermon about simplicity. And uh, if, you didn't, if you didn't get that one, make sure you go back and watch it. it was, uh, it's worth your while. Today, we find ourselves back at solitude. And I honestly wrestled to know what to do with this because we did, we did sort of cover uh, an earlier sermon about, about stillness. But, but I, think, I think this practice of solitude is so radical that it us some time. We, we do live in a world that, that has stacks of options when it comes to keeping us busy, um, keeping us entertained keeping us, you know, listening to every other voice in our life apart from God's. Uh, so we, we, we have a world that's got phones and it's got apps and it's sending us notifications all the time. Look, look at me. Uh, I've, I've learned that when, I'm, that when I'm talking to uh, people, it's whether I'm calling my kids for dinner or I'm popping into the office to say hello to Jaron, You've, you've got to be careful that sometimes they've got little things in their ears that are talking to them. So they have trouble listening, uh, to, I guess, to me, because there's, so, there's, there's just so much noise around us. And I feel we lo- like we need to explore the tension a little bit between solitude and activity. And I'm, I'm not sure why, but I think this is, this is, there's something in this for us from God this morning. For, for so, so, so last weekend, I mentioned, made an announcement about asking more people to consider uh, serving in the church, and I gave some examples about different ways you can do that. Um, obviously, not the whole list, but but a good portion of the list. We we obviously want to encourage and facilitate people using their gifts to make the church better, and all of those little contributions make a big difference in the terms of what we want to build here at Wangaratta. There are a stack of really simple and and even things in the background of the church that that can be done that make life easier for everybody. Um, There's there's a role for everyone to play, but there's a tension, isn't there, between solitude and service in in a world that runs at a crazy pace. I guess I'm encouraged that, that Jesus lived this tension as well. I'm back this morning in in Mark chapter one, and I am gonna I am gonna preach through Mark uh, later in the year. But I get this 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 part out. I'm in verse thirty two, and it starts with that evening after sunset, many sick and demon possessed people were brought to Jesus. The whole town gathered at the door to watch. So Jesus healed many people who were sick with various diseases, and he cast out many demons. Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went to an isolated place to pray. Later, Simon and the others went for him. When they found him, they said, everyone is looking for you. But Jesus replied, we must go to the other towns as well, for 
and I'll preach to them too. This is why I came. I, I find it interesting that like Mark's, Mark's gospel just jumps straight into activity mode. It's, it's action-packed. And J Jesus finds himself, after a very full day already, surrounded by a lot of action and a lot of activity. He's got, he's, he's got a, he's got, you know, there's, oh, there's things happening on, on so many different levels. He's had a big day, so he's probably on a human level exhausted. But yet Jesus get, has, has this tension and he, and he wakes up the next morning between probably four and six, we think, with, with this strong desire and hunger over and above the desire to sleep to create and preserve this time with God. He's, he's, he's really intentional that the normal everyday stuff of the grind for the importance of the spiritual. By the way, when, when was the last time you did that? The, the actions of the disciples, I think, are pretty predictable because maybe their default position is something like ours. We... We, we tend to default to activity and, and all of the other, all important stuff that has to get done. And the disciples probably panic a little bit when they realize, hey, Jesus is missing. What do we, what, what do, we do here? I, f I find it really interesting here that, there's, that, that, it's that it's that activity that drives Jesus to solitude. But it's the solitude that then empowers this God-given God -given activity and mission. There's, there's this tension between the two. And, and I guess the reason I, I struggle with this is... is so, let's, so let's start with that. Activity drives us to solitude. And I think probably deeper to, to reliance. The, the first thing you realise here is that, is that in our world today, solitude is considered the opposite of activity, isn't it? We, we, we tend to, in, in our world, value and find identity in things that bring outcomes. Like my value is I have, or the, or the title that I've got, or the role that I have, or the, or the outcomes I can claim, the qualifications I've got, the, all, all of the key performance indicators that I can, that I can tick off in my job. Be, because our world has such a tendency to... to to, I guess, be driven by results. It's, it's really probably why solitude seems like such a crazy idea. Uh, Peter Scazzaro is a pastor, and he, and he shared some, some reasons this week on social media about why solitude is so uh, challenging, but, but also such a powerful thing. I reckon the first four are really interesting for us. The, the first one is we get to know God in a, in a whole different way than in any other activity. Second, we, we discover his love is actually far more powerful than the pull of around us. Um, we, we find ourselves less triggered, less worried, less, less hurried, less anxious. And the, at number four, that the old self continues to die and the new self of Christ begins. And continues maybe to maybe to grow. So so there's this tension we need to live in. Like God gives us, and like I guess I guess a sense of mission 
and activity in our workplaces and in our in our home schools and in our businesses and in our churches which is which is an organization on mission by the way but 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 i guess i wrestle with that because the activity is not an invitation for us just to find new ways of achievement the the activity and the questions and the struggles and the tension unresolved issues of this should in fact drive us to solitude they're, they're, they're an invitation for us to solitude with god and the church i reckon should be the place one of the places where we do this really really well one of the needs i i shared last week was uh, i guess our kids ministry in terms of volunteers and and leaders it's really, it's been really encouraging over the last couple of months to see a whole bunch of new people here at uh, at the church but as i've talked to some of those people um what what's become really apparent is the importance of our kids ministry that that serves our young people and our youth and um our kids because if if we as a church want to continue to continue uh i guess reaching families and and all of the different parts of families then I guess that kids ministry is really, really important for us. But it's also of burning out our our people. So, but I, I guess where I guess where I sit now is is that that shortage of leaders that seems to be maybe like a a bit of a consistent theme um, for us in this season should should not be one of those things that that drives us to desperation. It should be one of the things that drives us to prayer, that drives us to God. God, we see this great opportunity in front of us, but but how can we meet that in a way that will be beneficial to your kingdom? Not in a way that just brings results and activity. Um, the other one I've, that, that I've stumbled across is that there are um, not many young people in our church between maybe, say, let's just, let's just say between 18 and different. And about 26 and I, I just assumed there would be reasons like university and stuff for them what, what I didn't expect was that when I had a look at the census data recently we, we actually have quite a high representation of young adults in our community in in this community but if we don't see them in our church there's there, there's there's a question we've got to ask about why that is and we we have gaps in other areas of our church as well not, not a lot of kids in crash and and some of those things and i and i guess those are, are important ones not just for me but but for me to also share with you because it's those questions that should as a church drive us to prayer and to solitude it's the, it's those questions we don't know how to answer that we should go to God and say, God, how, how best do we respond to the challenge that you see and that you've put right in front of us? Um, solitude drives us towards humility and mission. Isn't it interesting that like, we find that this time in solitude with God is, it, it, is one of, it helps us stay humble, okay? But that, but that time in solitude 
And the result for Jesus, Jesus is that he recognises that there are far bigger issues and far bigger, um, I guess, priorities than one little pocket of success over here. And obviously we need to find this balance, but there's, but there's a verse in, I think, verse 38 essentially says, let's go to every other part of Galilee because this mission is bigger than just this little pocket of success. And if we aren't careful, I guess we as humans tend to emphasise one little area of success where things are going really, really well, and we ignore maybe there's a bigger need right in front of us. I, I actually omitted to, to uh, include one of the results from, from Schizero earlier. The fifth one actually says, from time in solitude, we grow in love and compassion for others. It's, it's solitude that actually is the activity that, that drives us to take a step back from the world that is, that is driven for, from, uh, from this place of results. And, it, and maybe consider what are the bigger questions? bigger issues or the bigger dangers here right in front of me that I maybe am, am missing in my, in my community, in my neighbourhood, in my church, maybe even in my family. And that question then prompts us to ask, how do we in, you know, respond in love and compassion to those needs? fascinating here this this balance between this that this right balance between solitude and and service for a christian rather than actually being a tension it's it's actually one of those things that actually keeps us healthy and balanced isn't isn't that remarkable the challenges and the difficulties of life and service drive us back to god and the, the times of solitude help us rest and reset and refine our capacity to go back and serve him more effectively. There's, there's two things I want to say here just, just in, a, in application that I think are worth saying. And they're invitations for us to consider um, as the church, but, but also as individuals. The first one is about the church. Um, this this week I was I was at home mulling over this sermon and, and not quite sure where to go with it because it wasn't a it wasn't a subject that anyone has really for um, that I can read about and sort of steal their ideas and, and I'm not sure I've got I've got this balance sorted out that's yeah, that's beautiful and right either um, but I was uh, I was at home mulling over this sermon and I've turned on my 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 trusty coffee machine which has served me very, very well in terms of my sermon writing efforts over the years. And uh, only, only to find it flashing on, on the front of my coffee machine. And that's a, that's, a, that's a danger sign, right? So I found Google and Google, fortunately, doc, good old Dr. Google, had, had a, a, a very useful video about how to fix this problem with my coffee machine. And it was something about descaling and and basically, like you know, like how to how to sort of add some more water, and the coffee machine sort of sat there and vibrated and made noises for a bit. Water out. Anyway, so I 
as, as I was sitting there drinking my coffee and watching my coffee machine over there make, make all these strange noises, I, I had to sit there and realise how many times that I had appreciated that coffee machine. How many times that that machine has blessed me over the years? And I guess that, the, that, there's, that there's a something here that has to be said about the beauty of a church as a community where everyone's got a role to play. Because I think here's, here's the beautiful balance, I think, in a church between solitude and service. Okay, but both both are necessary, but they both work together to produce people who know Jesus deeply, but people who are committed to his mission as well. We we, we want to be a church where where you know, I, I guess that calls everybody into a role real realizing their God given potential in ministry every day where God places you, wherever that is. But but also, I guess, at the same time, to be a church where help, where lots of little things that get done that helps one another, that makes a big impact to the people who come to our church. And we can reach them on, on mission. And we can actually go beyond our own doors and reach our community on mission as well. We, we want to be a community that actually encourages and facilitates, makes it easy for, for people to serve the joy for them. That's really, really important for us. But, but rather than just value people that bring results, what we should value more is the people. We, we want to encourage our leaders and our volunteers to embrace their limits, knowing, knowing that God has given each of us a unique capacity that is individual and built in, and, it, and it's a capacity to serve him. And that's going to look different for us in different seasons of our life, and, and maybe even in, in different ages and at different times in our families and all that sort of stuff. Sometimes we might notice in the inner church community, that, that there's a yellow light flashing, okay? And w which is an opportunity for them, for, for all of us in a church to ask, how, how are you going with God? How can I help you to be more effective? How can I, can I buy you a coffee this week? There, there is tension, I guess, between solitude and mission where, where we as a church want to value and prioritise and love the mission and love the activity, but we never love it at the expense of the health of people. Okay. And I figure, look, if, if other, if other organisations and sporting clubs and everything else can find this balance and do this well, then it should be one of the things that we as the Church of Jesus Christ the highest value of this of this community is we love God and we love people. This should be something that we do really, really, really well. So how how can you use your gifts and your availability to serve and contribute? And perhaps if you can't, 
What can you still do to make it easier and joy for the people who do? The second point of application I want to bring to you this morning is simply an invitation for solitude. I know that for many of you, solitude is one of those things that, that, that you have a really hard time doing. There's, you know, I simply, I guess, just want to plant the idea with you that, that you know, this, that this balance between solitude and service is where we really want to sit. It's, it's, really, it's really important. So I want to plant an idea with you or an invitation to find three or four hours to spend with God somewhere. I, I don't necessarily uh, concur with Foster's thing here. Foster sort of talks more about, you know, you can do solitude in a crowd. And, and well, I can't. I don't, know, I don't know about you. I think the invitation is like Jesus to find a lonely place, but a place where we can be alone with God. And we can, and, and maybe, if it, maybe it can be longer than, than if you want it to be. But make the space, F find it on a calendar, book it in. Like for many of us, it won't happen if we don't book it in, right? Um, so, so perhaps it's something in a crazy, busy world that we as God's people need to do more regularly. So can I encourage you um, to give this a go? I can't promise you that every time that you spend time in solitude, it's going to be a perfect experience with results. But it's going to be a perfect moment in God's presence. My last attempt was thwarted due to weather. Um, that's that, that's okay. Um, so this is something we, we, we've just got to, I guess, continue to pursue. But I just want to encourage you and I can guarantee you that if you make the space in your life, then God will find a way to invade it. He, he just does that. Let me pray for you. I'd like to then invite Bruce to come uh, and read a Bible reading for us from Psalm 46. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this, God, this intent, God, this intentional, this intentional, I think, uh, balance between solitude and service. And God, you call us to both. But Lord, you also have, have put us in a world where this balance is really, really hard to find. And we pray for your help. And we pray for that balance to be able to church and in us as individuals, how best do we find that balance and how best do we live in that tension where we want to be deeply rooted to you but at the same time we want to we, we want to facilitate the mission that you've called us to do god i pray for the people today who maybe haven't found that place in your church to serve and i pray that you'd open up the opportunities for them to consider that god for those people today who who love love results but they haven't ever given much thought to the idea of just time with you that just seems like such a like like such a struggle and we pray that you might find a way to invite and to encounter them in whatever situation they are in today god bless you lord jesus we 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 thank you for all you've done we thank you for god this um
the same tension that so well that you invite us to find that balance in our lives as well. Good morning, church, and um, I guess we'll see you next week.